Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Industrious Podcast. Thank you for joining us from wherever you get your podcasts, or if you folks are watching on the Assessa YouTube channel, thanks for viewing today. Um, we have a returning guest for you guys today, Miss Lindsay Boyle, who you may have seen in the past episode uh, that joined us a while back, uh, has joined us again today. And we're going to talk about uh, a few specific organizations and an industry uh, environment, I guess you could say. Um, so, Lindsay, welcome back to the Industrious Podcast. Thanks for having me. It's so good to be back. Um, I appreciate you uh, pulling out the Purdue gear for this. You know, when in, I won't in, take it personally. When in Indiana, but I don't know if Indy down here. I mean, I probably have the wrong school on. It's but. fair. It's, I mean, it, based on what we're talking about, so subject matter, it's it's probably appropriate. Okay. It's a house divided. But it, yeah, okay. from an engineering technical expertise, you got the right gear on. Yeah. And I'm by, for the record, I mean, because my, my husband is a big Michigan fan, okay. and obviously I'm more of a state fan in Michigan. Okay. You know, we get that divide. Um, and so when I came home with the Purdue, I thought he was going to be really upset. And the reason I have this is because I golfed over there in Lafayette right. a while back. But uh, he was okay with it for some I was shocked. Okay. So I feel comfortable wearing it. So for all you Boilermakers out there, Boiler up. You're welcome. And boil. Wow. Lindsay, boil. Boiler. Uh, oh, you it guys. All works. It all so. works. Yeah. Okay. A lot of Big Ten collegiality. <laughs> it was meant to be. Feel the love. <laughs> all right. Cool. Well, um, I, I thought one of the items we want to talk to you about is, and this is kind of how we, I think maybe where we first met, is at a CCAI, the Chemical, Chemical Coders Association International. Um, the Western Michigan chapter mm -hmm. had an event, I think it was last summer. Um, and I think that's maybe where we met for the first time. So I know you've gotten very involved, not just with that chapter, but now across the international, or the I guess the U.S. or North American um, governing body. What can you tell us about CCAI? What what does that organization do, and 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 how did you decide to get involved with it? Uh, well, the Chemical Coders Association International, which is a mouthful in itself, or CCAI, a lot easier to say, um, is a professional organization that is focusing on education mostly, but also networking opportunities um, within the chemical industry. Um, chemicals doesn't have to just be chemical related. That could include uh, equipment. That could include paint. I mean, just anything related to the coding industry in general. Chemical Coders provides education mostly for that. So you can go to ccai.web. And you can go to their web, that's their website, and uh, they have all sorts of things. Um, yeah, it's a national organization or international, actually. Uh, but around regionally in the United States, there are many chapters um, and events that happen monthly. Um, and those events often have really high expert speakers, um, and they draw, you know, or they may go to a, like, for example, ours in West Michigan, we're doing a brewery tour next month, um, which we're, they were going to look that at the That doesn't suck. Yeah, it doesn't. And there's like, put that on your <laughs> calendar. The <laughs> so we do things like, you know, fun tours and breweries and things like that. So there's, you know, a mix of events and things. And again, it's a great way to network. Like Vince, I think we met more of at a networking mm -hmm. event. Um, and so meeting people in industry, I think it's an important thing to be a part of. Now, how I got in involved in it, um, when I joined Belco Industries um, in the equipment side, I was looking at ways, because I was new to the industry in general, how do I meet people? How do I learn about the industry? Um, so I, I sought out professional organizations, and CCAI was one of the first ones that came up, uh, and my boss at the time recommended it. Um, but nobody at our company at that time had, I mean, it was years since they had any membership or, you know, really going and attending anything. Right. So I went, um, it was a totally different new crowd for me because I was formerly a teacher. So all of this was like, I didn't know what the speakers were talking about, but right. the more I attended, obviously the more you soak in and the more you learn. Um, it's just a great compliment to whatever you're doing, whether you've been in the industry 30 years or whether you are brand new to the industry, but especially if you're new, 
I highly, highly recommend getting involved in a, in a local chapter near you. And if you don't have a chapter, you can start one. Um, there's information on the website that you can get. Um, but beyond the chapters, face-to-face stuff, I just want to mention they do have a ton of training um, for powder coating, liquid coating application, um, any even equipment side stuff. They do a ton of uh Again, just uh, videos, webinars, uh, there's books uh, published, and they also just started an education foundation, and there's a lot of really cool things that are going to be happening in the next few years with uh, promoting uh, younger people getting into the industry mm-hmm. that they're they're working with, um, colleges as well, and technical schools that they're uh, making partnerships with uh, right now. Um, and then on the women's side, which is important to me, being a woman in industry, they have uh sort of a subset of the organization of CCAI, something called Women in Finishing. And I'm also a part of that. I mean, it's a separate membership, but it's kind of under that same umbrella. And they also do events. They do a forum every year, for example, that is just for women. I mean, men can come, but uh, it's the focus, of course, is women in industry. And, you know, again, as a woman, when you are not the majority, it's a great place to just meet people and to, you know, as a woman, find commonality uh, being in this industry. So, Two things that, that jumped out there to me. Number one, how many chapters roughly does CCAI have? I'm taking a rough guess and probably 20. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, one, I know one question that we have, and I'm sure we're not the only ones. If you have a, a, a business that operates in multiple geographies, but maybe not coast to coast on a, on a regular basis, and you're a member of two or three, but arguably you could be members of five to seven. Right. At that point, do you just join the the national organization or how does that typically, or do you still do all the individual chapters? What makes, what's, what would be the best or biggest bang for your buck? I can't answer that for you. Um, I think uh, you can be a corporate sponsor. I mean, that's really the national where you're going to join as a, as a corporate sponsor and be involved at the annual meeting and do other things like that and, and have probably more opportunities to be on boards. Right. Um, and, and have access to that. But overall membership in general, is it just a regional membership. I don't, I mean, I don't, I mean, I never really thought of it that way, I guess, because I just joined the regional chapter and that was part of the broader thing. So as a national board member, I should probably know that. I mean, I know you can get a CCA membership and that I think just gets you access to the website and the information and that content. Right. Um, And you can do that. Sure. I think the biggest bang for your buck though, is to be, be in the location where you're serving people and getting to know those people, whether right. it's suppliers, vendors, I mean, customers, right, right. Uh, is the biggest one. And just to be active in those as much as possible. Yeah. Okay. Um, you touched on the women in industry. So I, first of all, I didn't realize that the women in finishing was a subset or an offshoot of CCAI itself. Mm-hmm. Um, but you hit the nail on the head, which was one of the topics we want to talk to you about. You know, I've been in this industry now for over 20 years and only 27. It's kind of amazing how that works. Um, <laughs> There's not a lot of women in this in the industry, at least in the industries that we're in. Um, you go to multiple trade shows, whether they're local or regional shows, to the big international ones. Uh, maybe the international ones you find there's it's a little bit higher percentage, but still, if it's ten percent, I'd be shocked. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I know the I know the obvious answer to this, but I'm going to ask it anyway. What what interested you in that? What why did you decide to get involved? And what is your hope and aspiration for that? group or that organization um, and what they're trying to do? Um, yeah, well, I got involved because I'm a woman and uh, right. You want to be with people that are kind of like you because it is so rare. Um, and that's the nice thing about going to those events. I remember, I mean, any woman who has been to the women in finishing forum will say it is one of the best professional development things you can do because it is 
You know, you're seeing people that are dealing with the same things. I mean, everybody knows. I mean, women and what we deal with in industry and in any industry, I mean, there's certain things that it's tough being in a man's <laughs> world sometimes. Um, so you just feel like it's just someone to talk to and get support from, mm-hmm. um, but also making connections, right? As women, I mean, there are a lot of women-owned businesses in finishing. Yep. There's a, I mean, I mean, a lot, but there are some, and there's going to be more. And so having those connections, and, and that's very important to yeah. do. What, having talked to several women at those, at those uh, meetings, what would you say is the biggest driver not or against having more women in, in in this industry? And then what is the biggest driver for those women who are already in what, what got them in, what, what interests them? I mean, I can, I can guess that one of the, I mean, it is not a very sexy industry and this is not, this is not necessarily fun or exciting or glamorous or, you know, whatever. So, I mean, male or female, there, there's, there's a stigma there that we have to overcome. Yes. Um, but in particular, I could see women look and say, saying, why the hell would I want to, you know, sell paint or why do I want to deal with paint? Mm-hmm. Especially if it's not, you know, dealing with interior designers or, or a house. And I'm probably, you know, stereotyping that one. And I shouldn't be, but you're, I mean, but it's, it's true. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I mean, that's part of why I didn't get into the business. I mean, it's, I work for or worked for a family owned company, but it looked dirty, greasy, grimy, and right. not sexy. Right. I mean, I want to wear heels and a skirt. That is not an environment for that necessarily. Right. Molly Kellogg at Hubbard Hall would say differently because she <laughs> wears heels and a skirt. And I love that about her. Um, so it's, yeah, you have to, you're never going to know something until you get into it. Mm-hmm. Um, but as someone who has worked in it now for, you know, three years, uh, it's, it's not, you know, what you think it is necessarily. Right. And, uh, you know, you're going to, I mean, I always say I love overalls <laughs> and I like putting my boots on and you learn to like so those time things, and a place right? for that kind of outfit yeah. as well. But I, I mean, okay. So it's not glamorous per se from like a day to day perspective, but there's right. so many things you can do in the industry, right? Yep. So working in coatings doesn't mean you're going to work on the factory floor. It doesn't mean you're right. going to be crawling through a washer or pretreatment system. There are so many things you can do. I was marketing. I worked in an office. I, you know, could, look cute when I went to work. I mean, I know it sounds sexist, but like, I mean, yeah, those types of things. But then I had days when, yeah, I'm out in the field. So there's like a good blend of that. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, there are a lot of things you can do in industry and ways you can get involved, whether it is out, you know, working on a, a shop floor and, and applying powder coat or selling or doing marketing for a business. Um, there's just a lot more career paths than you think there are within this industry. Yeah. Um, when you talk to other women who are currently in the industry, what what are you hearing them say? That they love it. Okay. That's what I'm hearing them and, say. And why? What 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 causes them to say that? Um, Which is great to hear, obviously. Yeah, I think they love it because, um, I mean, it's kind of fun being the only woman in the room sometimes. Yeah, yeah. that's a scary thing, but it also has its advantages, right? I when I do cold calls, I am I think more likely to get inside an office building or talk to someone <laughs> than my male counterpart parts, right? There's advantages to that depending on what you do. Um, but we like the industry and I know there's always this thing, especially in finishing where they say, once you get into finishing, you never leave finishing. And, and there's some truth to that mm-hmm. because you get into it and you go, this is, it's awesome. And there's so many opportunities um, of where you can go and where your career path can go and, and where you end up. But um, yeah, I think uh, most women like it, um, but it's like anything else. You are going to be in a male dominated industry and knowing how to navigate that right. can cause heartache, problems, stress, depending on who you yeah. are. Um, I probably had an advantage because, I mean, okay, let me actually sidestep this. So you talk about sexism and we're in the workplace, right? And being treated as the only woman at the table and, and that could be scary, right? And you got to deal with probably a little bit more bullshit for lack of a better word sometimes. Yeah. Um, but when I was a teacher, I probably had more issues with 
men being jerks to me mm -hmm. than I ever have in manufacturing. Really? And that yeah. surprises a lot of people. But I yeah. also was a history teacher and worked in a social studies department, which is a lot of men, okay. coaches and things like that. And almost every administrator that I you know, worked under was a, was a male, right? It's an old boys club in any industry, whether you're in education or manufacturing or business or whatever, it just right. is that way. Um, but I would say since I've been in manufacturing, I mean, any guy I meet or male I work with, they are usually supporters of what I'm doing and are going to do anything to help me be successful and support me. And that is awesome. And I would say hands and down. And not in a creepy way. <laughs> and not yeah. in a creepy way. Yeah, right. not in a creepy way. Um, I would say hands down that is also what I hear from women in industry, that they, okay. the men in the companies that they work for support them. Not always. You're always going to have, and you're going to have women who don't support you too. I mean, it's yeah. just, that's human beings. I don't know if that answers your question. No, it does. Just, that, that, that's it does. good. Um, when you talk to, let's say, the 20-something um, girl who is considering not a, a career in this in this industry, whatever it may be, but in the industrial segment, what kind of advice would you give her today? Hmm. Let me think about this one for a second. I mean, I think it'd be the same advice I'd give anybody. Um, be be proactive join professional organizations. Yep. I mean, case in point, female, right? I go to um, you know my first CCAI chapter event, and yeah, it's mostly men in the room, and there's like one or two women, we find each other and we talk to each other. But since I've my involvement there, I became a board member at my local chapter, and I was only involved for two years. And then I was asked to join the national board. So if you're a woman who wants leadership opportunities or career opportunities or, or path upward, you're going to get those in this industry. Um, but again, you got to be proactive. So that's my point. You got to show up and you got to, you know, educate yourself, right? Mm -hmm. If you're getting into something that maybe like, I don't have a technical background. So that's challenging for me because sure. I don't have a chemistry degree. I don't have an engineering degree. So I take a lot of notes. So be proactive, take notes, ask questions, do, you know, some networking opportunities. Um, and just connect with as many people as you can because you're going to learn from those people. Um, and yeah, don't be afraid. You know, you got to go out and have confidence a little bit, <laughs> whether it's in person, face to face or on social media. Right. Like reach. I mean, Vince, I think we connected on LinkedIn and, you know, just it, with anybody. I'm not I mean, just because he's got a philanthropy, <laughs> <laughs> you know, tagline and he seems like a big deal and owns a company that doesn't intimidate me to connect with no. him. Right. Smoke um, and mirrors. <laughs> smoke and mirrors. <laughs> you can cut that out. But like, I mean, but that's my point. Like, just don't be intimidated and be confident in who you are. Oh, go ahead. One of my questions and see how I throw this one out there, um, just because I think about, you know, we're all in finished goods. And you think about, you know, who's buying them, you know, yeah. And when you look across the whole population, you have men and women buying it, what advantages, you know, I can think of them clearly, but like, does a woman have looking at finished goods versus, you know, the rough and tumble guys and, you know, the greasy shops, what kind of perspective do you think that's bringing? And do you see those impacts on how goods are coming out and the look and feel of them? As far as getting more people into industry? No, as far as, you know, just a woman's perspective on finishing. Um, like when you guys are, are, are chatting, you know, obviously you have kind of a circle of, you know, that you talked about, you know, you've got the whole group and then you have your women in finishing. Right. Do you see an influence starting to happen in, in the finished good coming off the assembly that, yeah, that's getting a little bit more of a nicer finish to it because we're impacting the industry or not yet? I would say not yet. Okay. And I don't, and I wouldn't know that. Yeah. I have not heard that or seen that. I don't know. Okay. I don't have an answer for you for that one. That's fair. Um, doesn't mean it's not happening. I just don't, I don't know. And I haven't heard anyone speak to that. 
Um, but I mean, as a, a business, um, you know, if you can, and it's hard again, finding talent and finding people, but if you can find a woman <laughs> to hire that, um, you know, or if you have women in your company, highlight them, promote them. Uh, I'm not promote them, like we said, because they're women, but I mean, promote them. I don't mean in their position. I mean, promote them on like socially, social right. media. Everybody's on social media, especially if you're looking at a younger generation. I think it's so important. Like I said in an early podcast I did when I started in this industry, it's so important for people to see me working here because I'm a woman and you need to advertise that and you need to look within your company. Um, you know, the first profiles I did on social media when I was hired was a woman in our who worked in our shipping department and she couldn't believe it because no one had ever talked to her or highlighted her or asked her anything about who she was and, and maybe because she was a woman and so it was so important for me to be like hey we have women who work here that are so critical and crucial to what we do um, so again that's an in internal thing but yep. externally that people see that and women see that um, you know, getting young interns or people to come in and, and apprentice for you. I mean, look at people who you already employed. You have daughters, you know, have a bring your daughter to work day. Right. Um, and, and again, I think that's why women in finishing those organizations are so important. And sometimes I think what I do is a little bit important because I need to speak to that and let people know, you know, that there is a career here for you and there are other women. You're not the only one. We're just spread right. out a little bit. <laughs> is there anything that we missed? Um, Anything that else, anything else that you would want to add either on on CCAI or women in finishing at all? Yeah, so I mean the the women, you know, it seems like there are none none of us out there. It's growing, it's growing. I think exponentially. I just got an email from Women in Manufacturing, which is another organization I'm involved with and a part of. Um, I do less, you know, with that. I'm just more a member of that organization. But they have fifteen thousand members now. And when I first joined Belco three years ago. That was another organization that I joined immediately. It was important to me, and I think they had only been in existence maybe a year, um, and, and maybe just a few hundred women were part of that. And so, again, I think social media has played a huge role because younger women especially are on social media. We're social. <laughs> we're social beings, right? We like to be there in that place and, and talk and chat and like and put emojis on things. And so when we see other women who are attending these events, we right. want to be a part of it. And so when Women in Finishing asked me to speak at their forum last year, it was critical for me to advertise that even though I mean it sometimes I hate putting myself out there to be to be honest in public speaking it's I'm okay at it but it's not my favorite thing mm -hmm. per se but it's important to do that because other people are going to see it and see that as an opportunity or someone to connect with and uh, hear the stories of the women in manufacturing you know in our manufacturing sector we have a female welder we I don't know if we'd ever had anyone on the on the shop floor so it's okay. like we need to promote that uh, that they're welcome here right. and that we have them and they exist right because right. um, some people think women don't exist in in that sector right. so you gotta you gotta showcase that well the two organizations organizations that you mentioned women in finishing and women in manufacturing are those um national orgs yes okay yep. and where are they both based out of uh women in finishing like i said is part of ccai and okay. they are out of florida okay uh women in manufacturing oh man i want to say it's out of cleveland it could okay. be ohio originally where it originated i could be totally wrong on that sure. um but that is a national organization and there are local chapters so women in finishing i'm sorry women in manufacturing is like women in or ccai or women in finishing so you local have chapters local chapters so okay. i'm part of our west michigan chapter okay and i'm obviously as a member part of the national organization okay um, and they do, they just had their big summit down in Georgia. And that's why I said, I don't know how many attendees, but it looked like a lot. And I know right. every year it's going to grow. Um, and so watch out guys. Yeah. So yeah, ladies, <laughs> ladies are coming. That's right. So, to, uh, I guess 
play on what Lindsay has been talking about. Um, ladies, if you're interested, check out Women in Manufacturing and Women in Finishing. Um, if you're already in the industry and not a part of either of those organizations, you guys should probably take a look at them. Um, to your point, networking is critical and networking about something or with an organization that is uh, representing you and something that you can certainly get passionate about is, is key. So you guys should check those out. Um, join join your local chapter if you haven't already. Um, and then contact us, comment in the field here. Let us know uh, what your interests are. And hey, maybe we'll have you on on uh, on the Industrious Podcast to talk about your experience with that, with that organization. Guys, thank you for joining us on this episode of the Industrious Podcast. We appreciate you listening in wherever you get your podcasts or on the Assessor YouTube channel. Thanks for watching today. We appreciate you. Um, join us on the next episode. Hit that little notification bell so you can be alerted when it drops and be industrious. 